This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very good Thursday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Stephen Strom here. Marlins lose to the Cardinals 6-4. They're swept out of St. Louis. As always, for the recap for Wednesday afternoon, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Well, a disastrous road trip has come to an end for the Miami Marlins, who have started the second half of the season winless. A season-high six-game losing streak rolls on. The Cardinals beat them 6-4 this afternoon. With Rod Allen, I'm Kyle Seeloff. This is the 10th inning show. And, Rod, real big picture right now. Marlins need to get home. They need to enjoy their off day tomorrow. And it's time to regroup because they're still eight games over 500. But it's slipping, and it's slipping in a hurry. Yeah, they got to go home and uh, play some better baseball. That much we do know. The last six days, they did not play the way that we watched uh, the ball club play the last couple of months. And we made uh, mention of the fact that with the trade deadline coming up, it looks like the Marlins may have to go out and maybe uh, bring another bat in, bring another pitcher in, bring in some reinforcements just to uh, make it a little easier for the guys in the clubhouse. Got to inject a little life into the ball club, and maybe that would go a long way. We'll we'll see, but you, you wonder how much longer the front office is willing to wait and see in terms of what they can do after what they've watched coming out of the all-star break every team is going to go through droughts and losing stretches and they'll lose seven of ten and they'll lose six in a row as the marlins have but i think the primary focus right now is just finding a way to give themselves a chance early in the ball game they've been down so often they've just playing catch up all the time and they can't make mistakes. I mean, they yeah. went up against some teams, uh, Atlanta before the break and also the Baltimore Orioles after the break and the St. Louis team, uh, three hotter teams, uh, three hottest teams in baseball right now. Philadelphia Phillies also a very hot team, but we were able to take care of them before uh, the All-Star break, but they just have to regroup. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. The St. Louis Cardinals team, uh, they were left for dead in the first couple of months of the season. All of a sudden, uh, they have a week of some really good starting pitching. Uh, their offense comes together. They get some clutch knocks. They got Arenado and Goldsmith, and all of a sudden they're looking like they might try to win and get into the postseason here again. And the Marlins just have to do the same exact thing. Now, forget about these six games. and nothing you can do about them right now. Come back after the off day refreshed and energized and get ready for the Colorado Rockies because that's not going to be an easy series. All right, buddy. Hate to see it go down this way on the road trip, but we'll see if the Marlins can bounce back on Friday night against Colorado, and I'll see you then, Ron. All right, boss. All right, that's Rod Allen. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ballgame this afternoon. It started off ugly. Sandy Alcantara facing his former organization going opposite of Dakota Hudson, who is being utilized as an opener this afternoon. The Cardinals blasted Alcantara in the first. It started when there was two on base. And there was one out for Nolan Arenado. First pitch to Arenado is a shot through the right side. And a base hit on it is Jesus Sanchez. Goldschmidt's going to get the wave at third. Throw comes in towards the plate. A catch and a tag. Not in time. Stallings had the baseball. I think he lost where he was at the plate. Did not apply the tag on Goldschmidt. It's a 1-0 Cardinals lead here in the bottom of the first. That tag was just a touch tardy. Stallings was way out in front of the home plate area. Maybe Skip Schumacher will have more on that post game. After the Arenado RBI single... Nolan Gorman really did Alcantara in in the first. 
Here's a drive, high and deep to center field. Dane Myers is going back, he's gonna watch it go. A three-run home run for Nolan Gorman. Here in the bottom of the first inning, it's 4-0 St. Louis. It would stay that way until the top of the third. That was until Jesus Sanchez came to the plate with Stallings and Soler on base with two outs. The 3-2 offering is swung on its line into right field. It's a base knock for Jesus Sanchez. Stallings is going to score. The throw comes in towards the plate. It's not in time. Sanchez on his way to second. He's safe. It's 4-2 St. Louis here in the third. That is a massive, and I mean a massive, two-out, two-run single for Jesus Sanchez. Outstanding at bat by Jesus Sanchez. So it was 4-2 to two after 2.5 two this afternoon, and Sandy Alcantara really settled down. Alcantara would go six innings this afternoon. All four runs that he allowed came in the first inning on those four hits. He allowed eight hits, two walks, and seven strikeouts. Dakota Hudson went three. Zach Thompson went two. Andre Pallante came on for the St. Louis Cardinals in the seventh inning. It was a 4-2 to two game. But before that, or no, I'm sorry, yes, in the seventh inning, and he retired... Let me try that again. Palante came on actually in the sixth inning. I apologize. Palante came on in the sixth. He allowed a two-out single to John Birdie. He worked around that. This was a 4-2 game headed to the bottom of the seventh inning this afternoon in St. Louis. Oscar Brazoban was in for the Miami Marlins. Brendan Donovan led things off with a double. Goldsmith flew out to right field, and then Lars Newtbar came to the plate. 2-0 pitch is chopped weakly towards third. John Birdie's got it on the run. Throw to first. It is wide of Guriel. It's rolling down the right field line. Scoring all the way from second base is Donovan. On his way to third is Newtbar. It's 5-2 Cardinals lead. And that's a ball that John... That would prove to be a big hit. And so too with the next one. Nolan Gorman two batters later after an Arenado ground out to third third on the single E5. Here's a line drive into right field and the base hit for Nolan Gorman and the Cardinals lead 6-2. It was 6-2 going to the top of the eighth inning this afternoon. Ryan Tapera into the ballgame for the St. Louis Cardinals and the first man that he faced was Brian De La Cruz. 2-2. Swung on and blasted deep to left field. Newt Bar's going back. Forget about it. He got dusted by Tapera. He woke up DLC and he simply took him deep. Brian De La Cruz with a bomb. It's his 12th of the season. That's the way you answer him. And now it's 6-3. Cardinals lead here in the 8th. The leadoff shot. It was 6-3. And we would go to the 9th this afternoon. Facing Christopher Stratton. Garrett Hampson led off the 9th inning with a single. After Dane Myers struck out swinging and Jacob Stallings flew out to right field, Louisa Rice came to the plate for Miami and drew the Marlins a bit closer. He is battling. This will be the seventh pitch of the at-bat to Luis. The count is one and two. Stratton looks back at Hampson. Marlins trailing by three in the ninth. The pitch is a line drive down the right field line. A base knock and extra bases for Luis Arise. Hampson will score easily. Arise will glide into second. And now it's six to four. Cardinals lead here in the ninth. The Marlins have life. Here comes Jorge Soler. And with one monster swing, he could tie it at six. Yeah. Well, Soler facing Stratton put together one big swing. Unfortunately, he lined out directly 
to Burleson in right field to end the ball game. The Cardinals sweep the Marlins, and the Marlins go 0 for on a six-game road trip. Totals from this ball game this afternoon. The Marlins, four runs, 12 hits, an error, seven men left on base. And for the Cardinals, six runs, 11 hits, no errors, and seven men left on base. Thompson's your winning pitcher. He's 2-2 two two this season. Alcantara the loser. He's 3-9. and nine. Chris Stratton with his first save of the season for the Cardinals. Played this ball game in two hours and 44 minutes in front of 35,906 here at Bush Stadium this afternoon. Alcantara went six, allowed four runs on eight hits. Brazobond an inning, two runs on three hits. Brian Hoeing tossed a scoreless bottom of the eighth inning for the Marlins this afternoon. Offensively for the Marlins here today, on that performance standpoint, a rise with two hits and five at-bats with an RBI. De La Cruz was two for four with a homer and RBI. He had a nice series in St. Louis. John Birdie went three for four. And Birdie today batting six and playing third base for Skip Schumacher. For the Miami Marlins on the mound this afternoon, they punch out seven, and that means that $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, 25 bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, it wasn't the uh, greatest homecoming for Skip Schumacher. He's swept here by the Redbirds. Let's get his reaction after the loss. Skip, obviously a really tough road trip. Got the day off in Miami tomorrow. Just how bad do you guys need to get back home, reset, get back to the team that you guys were? Yeah, it was a frustrating road trip, no doubt about it. Uh, that's not what we envisioned when we uh, came back. Um, some guys are frustrated in there. Um, I'm frustrated. I made mistakes. I think everyone is uh, is ready to get back to Miami for sure. Obviously, these uh, stretches are going to happen over the course of this season, but what do the guys need to do to get back to who they were before the break? I don't think there's any panic in there. It's just we just had a tough road trip. I mean, you're going to have uh, a couple of these streaks, unfortunately, losing streaks, winning streaks during a course of a 162 and, um, you know, trying to get back to who we were as far as, you know, pitching and defense and timely hitting. And um, and I think, you know, we're, the off day couldn't come quick enough. Uh, I didn't think we needed it coming off that break, but um, I think we all need it, and, and hopefully we can get back uh, against Colorado. Could you pinpoint anything there in the first inning with Sandy? I think the sequencing was much better the last five innings. Um, I think they were on the attack with the fastball. You could tell early that Donovan was uh, first pitch of the game, and they kind of set the tone that they were on the fastball and the first pitch of the um, at bat. And I think the rest of the game that um, him and Stallings figured out, um, you know, the sequencing maybe changed it up a little bit, and um, and he was excellent from here on out from uh, the second inning on. Whether it's, I don't know, maybe on defense, the throw that Birdie tries to make, maybe on offense. Are guys just trying to do too much now because, you know, they've lost a few games in a row? No, Birdie, that's a, that's a tough play. Um, by the way, Birdie's been doing great. Um, so he, I think, you know, he and Yuli, who I don't give every day starts to come in off the bench, haven't played in a while, and they both get a couple hits, it feels like a game. Birdie's been outstanding, stealing bases. I thought the defense last night was great. Uh, except for maybe a miscommunication, um, but I think he's been outstanding. That's a tough play and throwing up the line a little bit. Um, it's a tough play for Yuli to get that with the runner um, going in at kind of the same time. So I don't think people are, or guys are trying to do too much. It's just, um, you know, I think we we're, you know, one or two for 11 in scoring position again. And so when you don't get the, the hit, um, you know, then you, then you kind of feel it a little bit, but they'll, they'll fall eventually. Going with Cooper, the pinch hit in the sixth, and I think it was two outs, one on that went to the decision there. Uh, Plante reverse splits. We did that last time with Guriel. Same same situation. Um, 
we only had uh, one at bat for Cooper most likely today because of his knee. Um, and that, you got to take your shot at some point. Uh, we, I knew that Hicks and uh, most likely Hicks and, and Gio were going to be down. Um, and so that's kind of be the, the lefty at bat kind of deal that we were going to um, take our chance on. Uh, Stratton's been tougher, obviously, on lefties as well. Uh, so if that bat came around, you know, we'd have um, a righty in that lane with either Hampson or Segura, depending on what we wanted to do. Um, but, yeah, I, he, had a, he had numbers against – well, he had three at-bats with a hit against him, so it felt like that was our chance to, um, you know, maybe click one right there. Did you think with whether it was um, Sanchez's hit or Luis's, maybe some of that, you know, momentum would build with some of those hits, you know, with runners in scoring position? I, I mean, it's not like they're giving up. I mean, they're they're going for it, and I mean, they're game planning the right way. And um, I mean, Solaire's last hit right there was hit hard. I mean, so it's not like they're um, punching out of the wrong. You know, they're. It, it's just baseball and stuff falls and stuff you know, gets caught and um, they made some great plays on defense the last couple of games and um, you know so again so I think they're hitting the ball hard it's just we're not we're not getting the hit and so I, I if they keep doing what they're doing right now we're going to be just fine. Cindy's last couple of starts and with the exception of the first inning have been today have been very good what have you seen out of him and how much how important is he to what you guys need to do in the second Oh uh, no he's he's big I mean we, we need him there's no doubt about it um He's a big part of our team, our rotation, and um, he's helped us win a lot of games, um, you know, throughout his career in this organization. So I think getting a, that version of Sandy today, the second through the sixth inning, um, is going to help us to where we need to go. And uh, but, yeah, I think the the sequencing there, what he was doing with Stallings, um, I think is where we need to go uh, from here on out. How's Jody? Um, I'm pretty sure he broke his leg. So he's, uh, he's going to be down, um, you know, I'm not sure how long, but um, he had x-rays and the doctor said it was broke. So, you know, we'll see, uh, we'll see how long he's out for, unfortunately. Sandy Alcantara went six innings, gave up eight hits, four runs, just had that one big inning as it really has been the entire uh, season so far. Pitched pretty well after the first inning, but let's hear what Sandy's thoughts were after his outing. Sandy, Skip mentioned there in the first inning, maybe the sequencing, not where you want it. Can you kind of take us through what happened there in the first inning of work today? Uh, first, I want to say thanks, God, for keeping me hoped in the game. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was missing a lot, you know, up in the sun, you know. So when you miss there, they just want to see it and they swing it. So, but I mean, after that, just battle inning by inning, you know, try to, to not let them score more run, you know, and... And I did it. What were the conversations like between you and Jacob Stallings as you decided to make adjustments as the game went on? You know, try to not think about it, you know, what happened in that inning. You know, so I think uh, we have a great mentality, you know, when we're working together. So, and when we support each other. So I think uh, he did a great job trying to have a conversation with you over there. So you've had a few games like this where, for the most part, you do great, but it's one inning where everything seems to go wrong. How tough is it when you pitch well for most of it, but one inning sort of sort of messes up the rest of the out? So for me, I mean, I just feel so bad, you know, because like you say, everything happened in one inning, you know. If you see after that, just try to be concentrate, concentrate, and try to to attack the try zone, you know, and try to go deep in the game. And I don't know what happened, you know. Like you say, everything happened in one inning. You mentioned the pitches, some of them up in the zone. Is that mechanical? Is that just something you have to fix quicker? What, what's the reason for maybe that mislocation? I don't know. Maybe because we are early in the game, you know. So I think I just gotta be more focused since I came from the bullpen, you know, and try to not leave everything up and so. 
the six straight losses after the break. Just what's the mood in the clubhouse right now? What are you guys trying to do to try to write this? So how do you think we feel? You know, we feel bad, you know, because we lost six games, you know. We just got, like, bad second half stars. So we got to just came back to Miami, you know, positive mentality and try to, to win some games. All right, we're off this afternoon. It's a much-needed off day for the Miami Marlins. They've lost six in a row, but they're back at it with a three-game set with the Colorado Rockies. Tomorrow night, it's going to be a 641st pitch. Braxton Garrett toes a rubber, and the Marlins need to win a game. As always, thanks for rewinding with us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. It's the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.